Um, three, two. We're going. We're going yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not funny. <laughs> Did you snort? No, it's <laughs> my in my air. My air. My air's talking in my throat. It okay, gets be hot. serious. Be serious. Okay. Three. Do you know what time it is? It's time to talk about fashion. Now, let me be honest with you. Fashion is equal parts intrigue and mystery for me. It's like beef tartare. I know I should like it in all of its fanciness, but at my core, I'm afraid to look at it and touch it, and even more afraid to try being daring and make a fool of myself in the process. And if you think that's far-fetched, don't make me remind you of Lady Gaga's beef dress for the Grammys. Now, maybe you're the type of person who is just a fabulous or maybe you're like me and you feel fabulous because we live on a budget. But today we're talking about what to feel in what we wear and how to find our own self-confidence no matter what shape you're in. But before we go to the practical, let's talk about the impossible. Ecclesiastes 5.15 says, Naked we come into the world, naked we shall leave. Uh, thanks Solomon. But what do we wear between birth and death? Before we dive into the podcast, let me remind you, dear listener, that God cares about the minutia of our lives and the small desires of our hearts. Now, I may not be a fashionista nor claim to be one, but I do love nice clothing. The problem lies smack dab in between wanting certain things and having the ability to buy them. I run a nonprofit organization and my husband works for our church. Trying to pursue what we believe we're called to do has forced me, like many of us in our economy, to live on a budget. Note, if you haven't listened to the Rachel Cruz podcast, she's a financial guru, and we did an episode two weeks ago. Listen to it ASAP, friends. Now, designer clothes doesn't even make the list of necessities for our family. But living in Los Angeles and Southern California my whole life, it's hard to do without being desirous of the perishable vice, a.k.a. shopping. But I have come here to witness and testify of the goodness of God. Child, let me tell you what my God has done did for me. Last month, my twin sister frantically texted me a link to Nordstrom, a clothing store that we both like here on the west coast of the United States. She said, Bianca, buy these shoes now. I think they made a pricing mistake. There, on the website, was a brand new pair of French designer Karl Lagerfeld high heels that were, get this, $39. As in, they were missing an entire number from the website SKU code. Now, I'm not going to be over here trying to preach that God wants us to have designer clothes because, y'all, that's heresy. But I will say that God cares about the minutia of our lives and the desires of our heart. Jesus vocalizes not to worry about our clothing because he beautifully clothes the lilies of the field, Matthew 6.28 tells us. See, I know that in principle, but sometimes looking in my closet, I realize that the practice of this belief is not as strong. So I began praying some pretty silly prayers. Prayers like, God, you know I'm on a budget, and you know my thighs be figgy, figgy, thick, and I need to glorify you by covering my treasure chest and pirate's booty. So will you please work a miracle on the clearance rack? Will you surprise me and part the seas of the clothing rack like you parted the Red Sea from Moses? Lord, I know you can. Have your grace upon me and my budget. Amen. Now, you can think that I'm joking, but I am as serious as a heart attack because... I'm here to tell you. I'm here to testify. I'm here to be your witness. Lo and behold, I was shopping while running some errands not too long ago, 
and I saw this dress, the dress that I will refer to as the dress of many colors, and it was calling my name like a siren to see. There, hanging on a clothing rack, with a divine light shining upon it and celestial melodies filling the air, was the colorful Isabel Morant dress by itself in my size. Something possessed me to ask what the clearance price was, and I nearly fell over when I heard the price. Y'all, it was pennies compared to the price tag that still hung to its sleeve. Now, I don't even want to tell you the price because you'll be so jealous. You'll throw me and my dress of many colors into a pit and sell me to slave traders on my way to Egypt. Now, you could think that this sounds dramatic, but I've wrestled with my weight my entire life. If I have to go out with friends or get dressed up for church, I begin to unconsciously use Lama's breathing techniques. <laughs> Just so I don't hyperventilate and cry from trying to work a miracle in my closet. This is totally and completely vanity. I know this. I get this, friends. But whether it's preaching at church on camera or being on stage at a conference, I want to be presentable and try to cover up the unflattering parts of my physique in this season. So yeah, I walk out of the store and I couldn't help but spiritualize the moment because God clothes the lilies of the valley, feeds the birds of the air, and cares about the things that don't even make my list of necessities. God cares about the minutia of our lives and the desires of our hearts. Maybe designer clothing on clearance doesn't tickle your fancy, but what does? Voice it to the Lord, because I promise you, he cares. Another person who cares about clothing is stylist Zoe Wattis. Zoe is styled for companies like Nordstrom, Macy's, and styled photo shoots for magazines, models, and multi-purpose consultations. I am so excited to have Zoe give us some practical tips on what to wear and how to dress. Please welcome Zoe to the show. The world knows you as Zoe, but I like to call you Zoboho. You are my little sister as well as stylist. Sometimes I hit you up and I'm like, Zoe, I need so much help right now. And you have a background in retail, then upgraded to merchandising, and now you're a wardrobe stylist. I'm so honored that you get to be on the show. So Zoe, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so excited. We're going there. Yes, we are. Okay. She's making fun of my podcast title name, but it's okay because yes, Zoe, we're going to go there. That's right. I, hey, I want to warm up with a couple uh, rapid fire questions. I think this will give people like a gauge and an insight to who you are, what you like. It'll warm us up for some of the practical topics when it comes to fashion and dressing and some of the feelings that make us feel very overwhelmed. Number one, what is the favorite item of clothing in your closet? Cowgirl boots, hands down. You can catch me hiking in that, yes. swimming in that. I love it. Swimming? You swimming cowboy boots? Heck yeah. Okay. All right. Here for it. Uh, favorite fashion designer? Vivian Westwood. We love Vivian Westwood. She she keeps it classy, but yet she adds some type of crazy funk, and I'm all about the funk. Yes. In fact, your Instagram, well, you have two Instagram accounts, but your fashion Instagram account that you just started is called at Touch of Funk. Yes. Where you find recycled clothes and you make them your own that's right okay and favorite fashion season fall super basic but i love layering i love colors earth tones layers earrings hoodies the more the better for me okay who's your favorite sister ah i'm losing you the static ah. okay sneak question i know i know i snuck it in there but i think the reason why you didn't list me as your favorite sister is because of a traumatic incident that happened when when I was your coach for soccer team. 
Oh, you mean when you kick me off the own soccer team? Yes. <laughs> Tragic life. Okay, here's the thing. Moment. At this moment of the interview, I'm cringing and regretting that I opened Pandora's box because you are going to get a glimpse of me that may or may not offend you. Listen, friends, I feel like I'm Tina Fey from the movie Mean Girls when she says, Caddy, I'm a pusher. I push people. And that, my friends, is how I'm officially not Zoe's favorite sister. So please forgive me in advance for you hearing how I coach people to greatness. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> yes, I know. But here's the thing that people need to understand so they don't think that I'm like insane that I kicked my own sister off the soccer team that I coached. Mm. Zoe, Zoe, Go on. Tell, tell the listeners the truth. Was your team in last place? They were in last place. Bianca came back. She brought us to first place, and it was great. But the in-between story, I'm going to go – look, she's, she's, she's ready to tell the story. I could, I could, you know what, V? It's on the tip of your tongue. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let, 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 let the fans know about that whole story real quick. Make it short. Well, okay, you had a coach, and the coach quit, remember? I remember. And so I just volunteered. I have a soccer background. I played soccer, and so I decided I'll just – carry them through the end of season but the competitive side of me is this like well I don't want to end in last place and we started flipping it around and I know I'm a driver okay I wanted us to be the Cinderella team well Zoe moves at a glacial pace so I was on my way to practice and I said Zoe if you're not in the car in two minutes I'm going to leave you and you're going to be off the team well what happened I was having a rough morning <laughs> All of your nine-year-old self. It was a very rough morning. I was going through a lot, okay? <laughs> so all to say, I was running late. B kicked me off the team. My mother calls her and says, that's my baby girl. You better get her on the team. It so I was pretty much a bench warmer. Uh, <laughs> pass, pass, passing, out, passing out Gatorades and oranges. And oranges. <laughs> no, I am so glad that I, we had that season together. And I, I'm glad that you made it. Back on the team. You know what? I'm glad too because I figured out I am not an athlete. So. <laughs> Thank God for fashion. And yes. that is a great segue. Hey, Zoe, I want people who are listening to this, if they have ever felt that fashion feels forced, if they've ever felt that fashion feels overwhelming, if they've ever looked in their closet and said, Jesus, do a miracle, if they've ever felt like, oh gosh, I don't even know what's in anymore, I want this just to demystify and simplify kind of some of the things that make us feel overwhelmed. So- right. I know that fashion is very personal, and I think that's why it feels so hard for people. So as a stylist, you've styled famous people and non-famous people. You've styled rich people and people on a budget. But I think that every single one of us has some sort of pain points when it comes to fashion. What are some of the pain points that you've dealt with with your clients? Like, what are you hearing people you know say about what? dressing? Oh, man. My mind went so many places. I have worked with supermodels who, you know, I won't I won't name names, but I, I work with supermodels who – complain about the size of their calves you know mm. who complain about the most tiniest things of the body and it just shows me that no matter how beautiful how tall how skinny no matter what there's always something especially for women still for men but mostly for women who don't like the way they look and so for me it, it is it is hard to do that because I'm in a position of well number one I want to make you look great and feel great right and feel beautiful but I also it's an opportunity to open up and to explain to them, like, yo, you're actually beautiful. Not even on the outside. I'm talking about your soul. Like, I see it. I feel it. I think you're beautiful. So my job, though, is to come in and to ask them a question, and which I do to all my clients. One of the questions I ask is, okay, what are some of the things you don't like about your body? And what are some of the, the things that you do like? The things that you do like, we will focus on that. Maybe it's your collarbone. Maybe it's your left, you know, shin. Maybe, you know, whatever it is, we'll focus on that, meaning... For me, example, I can't wear high-waisted jeans 
or high-waisted shorts, really. That just doesn't fit well on my body. So. Hey, we can thank Mama for a booty like that. That's the Puerto Rican in you. We pe- you know, People pay for booties like that, Zoe. Bianca really went there, did she? She really went there. She really went there. I'm, I'm going to let her have that one. I'm going to let her have that one. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a great time to open up and, and to be honest. And, and my job is just to make sure that whatever you wear, you feel not only confident, but beautiful and I just want to make it work. Okay, so for most people like me where we don't have a stylist, and it would be amazing if someone could just wake up every morning and tell us what to wear, but sometimes getting dressed feels like a chore. For a lot of people it feels like, I know for me personally, it's just like almost feels like laborious. So for those people that might be experiencing, oh gosh, getting dressed or getting dressed up feels just heavy and not fun, what's something you'd recommend to do that's easy to kind of like zhuzh up your look or make you feel fabulous? One word, accessories. So accessories, just to, if anyone doesn't know, accessories falls under the category of scarves, hats, jewelry, shoes, everything that's not actually clothes. So you can have on sweats and a sweatshirt, but if you got those earrings and you got those rings and you got, you know, those good shoes, that can bring the whole outfit together and literally change up your whole outfit. Okay, so I'm at the age now where I think – no, for those that don't know, there's a big age gap between Zoe and I. My mom – 14. 14. <laughs> 14 years between us. In fact, when she was little, I would carry her in my arms and people thought that I was like a teen mom. That's – I mean, there is there is a big age gap between us. So as I'm realizing like as I get older – my body is changing. Um, you know, life is different. I don't have maybe like time, energy, and effort to invest in trying to be fabulous all the time. And some of the conversations that my friends and I are having is like, what does it mean to dress our age? Because I definitely don't want to be like that girl that is wearing Forever 21 when she's like Forever 55 or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want, I don't want to feel like I got stuck in the 90s or got stuck in the 2000s. And so for those that maybe feel like their age has changed and we want to dress for our age but still be fabulous, or maybe they just feel lost in transition, like, oh, wait, I can't wear skinny jeans anymore because you know the trend is back, the wide leg pant, Mm -hmm. which for somebody who is like five, two and a half, me, on a good day, a wide leg pant is just going to do a disastrous number. So when we talk about dressing for our age or maybe someone feels like they're in a lost stylistic transitional season what do we do you need to have some good honest friends <laughs> to to hit up whether your family or friends be like hey mom or you know stinking tracy do i look like i'm trying too hard do i look like i'm trying to look like you know i'm a certain age help me out here that's one big one but also i think i think you just know i feel like anything you wear if you feel uncomfortable and you don't feel right take it off Maybe you don't feel right because it doesn't fit right or maybe it doesn't feel right because it looks like or feels like you're trying to be young. Just take it off. Just change. And also getting in tune with yourself. I feel like that kind of transcends through your clothing. So if you feel like you're trying to dress a certain age, maybe that might have to do with how you're, you, you really feel. So good friends, honesty, and uh, analyzing. Okay, so good friends to keep it real. And I mean, we model this because I take photos of like stuff I'm going to wear for church and I text it to you and Jazzy and say, does this work? What's wrong? Number two, take something off. I think it was Coco Chanel who said, put on all your jewelry and then always take one piece off. And then the last one was just to thy own self, be true, know thyself. And we use fashion as a reflection of like our own personal style. There's an artistic endeavor to it. Now, 
one of the things that I feel is kind of frustrating for me is, Zoe, you know that I'm married to a pastor. We are living on that pastor budget and I want to be fabulous. But, and you know, when there's seasons where we are moneyless, like what, what do we do? Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to let that sink in because you deal with people that have like a good amount of resources, a good amount of finances. Now for someone who's listening and they just feel like, I don't know. I don't know how to dress in this season and I don't have the money just to hire or buy something great. What do you, what do you recommend? Well, you know what? If you're anybody like Bianca, my amazing, beautiful sister, she will not step foot in a thrift store because of her. Go ahead. Why don't, why don't, why don't, why don't, (laughs) okay. Guys, Zoe's making me out to be bougie, but what she doesn't remember because she wasn't born is now everyone thinks that shopping at thrift stores is like the cool hip thing to do. Like that's what the hipsters did. We could, we were not hipsters. We were brokesters. So daddy would take us to the thrift store and we'd have to buy our clothes in the thrift store. So I think a little bit of PTSD in me is like, yo, I don't want to go back. But now my stepdaughter, Ryan, who's 15 and Zoe love going to thrift stores. And so I just feel like, I remember, I remember taking, we all, we all had a girl's date and we went to the Goodwill. And I remember thinking, these girls want to come to a thrift store. They want, like, we actually have money now. Well, to answer your question, I, I actually do enjoy thrift store shopping. It's actually really therapeutic for me, but it, you know, I'm not the wealthiest person in the world one day, but I have to work with my budget. Meaning the way I do it is I go to a thrift store. I start from the thrift store. After the thrift store, I go a little bit higher, go to consignment. And then from consignment, Haters gonna hate. Stinking Marshalls has some great stuff. Marshalls from Marshalls. Then we go to department. From department, we go to design. So that is how I how okay. I kind of like leverage everything. So it's, you know, I love thrift stores. So okay, to, to answer your question, thrift stores. You got to be willing to start early. You got to be willing to 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 get a cup of coffee and and go through because it is it is a lot of work and it is chaotic and it does smell weird. But <laughs> thrift stores, they're the way to go. Okay, I'm and I will testify to this because you just got me a knee length leather skirt all black for I mean it's beautiful beautiful for $5.99 that's not $599 I'm talking about $5.99 there you go there you go Zoe I actually loved your flow you said thrift stores to consignment consignment to like Marshalls or TJ Maxx something like that from consignment to department and from department to designer so at what point well, at what point do I do designer? Of course, it's not might not be like something I can do all the time, but what are some of those designer pieces that you feel like would make the wardrobe just stand out with a little bit of pop? It can be something as simple as a piece of, of jewelry or something as big as a trench coat or shoes. It just really depends, but it's, it's, a, it's a good investment, especially for what I do. So yeah. So I have, I feel like in the last 10 years, I have gained weight and I'm super frustrated. I'm working out, I'm eating right, I'm doing all those same things, but I just feel like my body has changed. And I think that it just, it could be age, it could be a bunch of other things, but you've really fought for me to dress for my body. And so you told me, hey, you know, highlight the things that you like and let's try to cover or hide the things that you don't like. So can you give some easy tips on how to dress for our body? You know what fits well. You know, any human knows the way your body is, stick to that. If that means you have to buy one in three different colors, if it's if it's just a blank tee that you know that fits you well and hits your arms well and falls well, it's okay if you wear that same shirt all the time. Get it in different colors, get it in different patterns. And I think, you know, I have to remind my sister as well because she sometimes says, oh my gosh, I feel like I wear the same thing. Girl, if it works, 
make it you own it what's my what's my uniform blazer exactly so sometimes you know she gets she, she gets a little frustrated right because she always wears a blazer and i said homegirl we gonna get you a blazer in maroon turquoise neon <laughs> and you're gonna rock it it's all good and so you know that's where little sister comes in and i hype her up and it's it's a good time okay so i think that so you said something you said you know we all know what fits our body looks good zo there is a lot of people that don't know what looks good can we talk about body shapes because you taught me how to dress for my body shape I think this is would be super helpful um like what are certain lengths that we should stick to or certain tops that we should avoid or something like that given different body shapes so fit right the fit of clothing the color of clothing that all kind of comes together as one so I honestly feel like I want to say without saying it saying too much information or making somebody feel uncomfortable but when you, when you see yourself, as long as things aren't too tight or too big, the fit has to be just right. And I feel like that's something that comes natural to me. But like you said, not a lot of people, it's not as easy for them. So um, I recommend, honestly, having some good friends. <laughs> it's either one, you look at yourself and you know, hey, you know, this might be too tight. Let me make sure I get a size a little bit bigger. If you're contemplating, hit up a friend, hit up a family member, and just to keep it real. But for sure, fit. The proper fit so that you feel comfortable, but it's also, um, you know, complementing your shape. Even if you feel like it may not be the best. I feel like that's a big one. So one of my favorite shows, I mean, I don't even think it's on air anymore. I watched it years ago, is a show called What Not to Wear. Mm -hmm. So two stylists would go into your closet and they basically would make fun of you and say all the bad things that you had in there. And then they really taught body shapes and patterns and what to stick away from. Mm -hmm. So for somebody that feels like, okay, I don't really have a whole lot of fashionable friends. Mm -hmm. I don't have a whole lot of money, Mm -hmm. but I want to make a one-time investment for someone to tell me what not to wear. Mm -hmm. Where's the place that we can find a stylist her name is zoe bell waddis okay (laughs) that was so well played zoe yes yes of course and um i'll put in the show notes ways to connect with you but at zoe bell j is your instagram handle and you know what it's something even as simple as decluttering your wardrobe or even your drawers your little mini drawers just declutter that and that'll give you like a new sense of organization and different visuals and and it'll make you want to actually think about what you're wearing instead of you know rushing and just grabbing things and looking in the mirror at you know CVS wondering like whoa what in the heck just happened so I think that's a huge one and I do that as well I I love to organize wardrobes and help people get their life on track visually in that area it's so funny that you said that because you have decluttered my closet now three times right and I I invite you to come in I say please do this and then when you're there I one feel like clearly I have no fashion sense because you throw away all my clothes I'm not gonna say anything too personal but I will say I threw away probably about 56 plastic trash bags my knuckles were bruised my back was sore I went home and I just knocked out because that was the whole job in itself so was decluttering my closet yes yes hey but you know what I got some I got some cute pieces she she gave me some cute pieces I did see a good sister a good sister I put her to work but then gave her a present but one of the things that after decluttering did is that it made me evaluate what are the pieces that I like and what are the pieces that look good? And then I began to find other pieces that were new but fit within that shape. So um, for me personally, you've told me – so I'm broad-shouldered. I don't really have – you and I have totally different body types. You are built like Puerto Rican mom. I'm built like my Mexican dad. Our shapes are very different. So for wide shoulders, you said, hey, stick with a tailored look. Do a V-neck. So you're going to break it up with a little bit of skin. Show off your legs. I love to run. I love to play sports. You're always on me about having a heel to elongate my leg, but then making it a little bit funky with like a band tee or jewelry. 
So for somebody that wants that, where is a place where they could reach out? But I mean, of course, we just pushed, of course, you. But maybe someone is in Kansas. Maybe someone is in Israel. Well, you know, Nordstrom has a really great wardrobe styling system. I don't know how it's going with COVID, but I know that they actually have personal stylists out Nordstrom that can that can help you walk through it. And with, with everything digital right now, you can also, you know, YouTube tips and tricks as well. But for the most part, Nordstrom. So a department store like Nordstrom, Neiman Marcus, Bloomingdale's, like a high-end department store, you can go in yes. and work with a stylist for a one-time kind of adventure. Yes. Yes, pretty much. Yes. And it, you know what? I can't help but keep on talking about accessories because you don't even have to worry about what you're wearing on top because your hair and your makeup and your jewelry and your shoes and your belt and your hat and your scarves, that plays a huge part to the point where like people aren't really even looking at what you're wearing. They're just admiring the placement of your accessories so when people are listening to this and they feel like oh gosh that is so vain like this is all vanity like god looks at the heart we shouldn't care about that as a stylist is this something that you do and what you do to glorify god what do you say when you get pushback from people you know what i've never really gotten pushed back but i've definitely got like remarks or you know things like that and i never really say anything because i think that's more of a personal thing so I don't really like to go down that rabbit hole because, you know, it's not really anything that I can do. But I, I know where I stand, you know, with my relationship with God. And I know the limits when it comes to my intentions. You know, if I'm wearing certain things in order to get attention or maybe to feel a certain way, to look a certain way, to try to be something, that's a whole other story. But if I'm doing it to feel good about myself so I, I can have a good day and represent God and what I do, because that's what happens. When my fit is not ripe. I'm not right. <laughs> <laughs> and by fit, you mean outfit. Uh, outfit. Oh, yes. That is urban. <laughs> urban words. Urban slang. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so when my, when my outfit is right and I feel everything is put together, well thought out, I feel like I'm confident and I can represent God. I feel like I can be myself and full of light. But best believe, if I'm in sweats and a hoodie and no makeup, I'm still myself. I'm actually, I actually like myself even better when I'm like that. I'm a little, I'm a little reckless. When, if you ever catch me in, in, in a hoodie and sweats, you know I'm up to no good. But that's definitely, definitely a big one. Zoe, I can't thank you for your wisdom. I can't thank you for just the simple practical tips that you are giving people to feel fabulous. I think when we talk about some of the things of we're going there, no one really wants to talk about how fashion plays to our psyche or how fashion makes us feel a certain way about who we are or what we do. So thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your insight. I appreciate you. Thank you. Now can you go treat me out to some dinner? <laughs> of course. Of course. See, guys, every time she does something for me, I have to reward her with the treat. So just so you guys know, you can find Zoe on all platforms of social media at Zoe Bell J and also her. It's actually Z Bell J. But, you know, we'll, we'll let that one slide too. But, you know, you're going to have to give me dinner and dessert. It's, my Instagram is Z Bell J. Z B E L L E J. I love you, Zoe. But your Instagram name is... Z Bell J is going to be a special treat because I'm going to take Z Bell J out for dinner and dessert. I love you. Thank you for being on the show. One thing I didn't mention at the beginning of the show was Zoe is my sister. And Zoe has always had a unique style and flair for her clothing, but she's always had a heart to make people feel fabulous. She has graciously offered a free one-hour consultation to a lucky listener to walk through their wardrobe and help you style your outfits or help you create a personalized Pinterest board for inspiration. All you have to do is tag at ZBelJ and at Bianca Oltoff to be entered to win a free personalized styling consultation. Thank you for listening, friends. I hope you subscribe and rate this show so we end up in the ears of people far and wide. 
I can't wait to chat next week.